Hey there, friend, and welcome back to Self-Care with Kelsey. My name is Kelsey Bentley, creator and coach over at Simply Bentley. And today we are going to talk about something that I can't believe that I have not already (laughs) made an episode on, but we're going to talk about my method, which is the SPARC method. And this is something that was born out of necessity, out of frustration, just out of trying so many things and always seeming to have some kind of challenge with them and not really knowing what to do from there. So what is the SPARC method? First of all, SPARC is an acronym. And so each of the letters are a different step or is a different step, I guess is the proper grammar for that. Each of the letters is a separate step your systems, your day-to-day, that sort of thing. So where did this all come from? So I don't know about you, but I have tried, you know, I've always had a love of personal development. I've always loved reading the books and watching the YouTube videos and, and learning all the things about personal development. And the problem I think that lies with personal development as it's presented to us is that every single person seems to have a cure-all. It is my way or the highway it is do these 20 things every morning and this is how you'll be successful and if you skip a morning or if you skip a step or if you don't feel like it one day then you clearly aren't trying hard enough and you're going to fail and i just could not get on board with that i mean especially you know i don't know how it is across the board but especially as a woman like my energy fluctuates from day to day my moods fluctuate and even as somebody who is self-employed my schedule fluctuates from day to day and so being so constrained by some of these things that were like you have to do these things or else you're not going to be successful and you're not going to see any results ever and you know basically you suck um <laughs> I just, I couldn't get on board with all of the cure-all personal development stuff. And don't get me wrong, like, I still love personal development. I still love reading this this type of content. And so the Spark Method was created almost unintentionally, but I've used, I've learned to use it intentionally, both at home and within my business. So one of the biggest things that it's helped me to do is to create a better work-life balance. And then this is the most important thing. This is the thing that has really been the catalyst for me um, over the past several years to finally get out of that kind of burnout stage, get out of the codependent relationships with my clients, get out of feeling like I had to be everything for everyone all of the time. So some of the ways that it helped me to do that was that first, my time at home is better used and I reclaim all these little small pockets of time by doing the same things I always do, but maybe doing them a little bit differently or doing doing them all at once or a certain time of day or day of the week, that sort of thing. So it kind of helped me to streamline regular routine tasks at home so that I could have other small pockets of time that then add up and create space in my schedule. Not only that, it helps me to work in conjunction with the healthy boundaries that I started setting and allow me to step away from my business when I need to. And this, this one is so, so big because, you know, for the longest time I had no boundaries where my business was concerned and I never did step away. I would 
answer every text message immediately. I would answer calls at all hours and days of the week and times of day and all that sort of thing. And now between having the spark method, which has helped increase my self-worth and my confidence in myself, and also using that as a method to set healthy boundaries in my business, you end up just totally burning out. You end up not doing your best work, all that kind of stuff. And if that's something that you struggle with, with setting those healthy boundaries, especially around communication, um, I do have an on-demand masterclass called rest for the weary business owner. And that is all about the methods that I use to kind of create some space in the communication between myself and my clients and how I have resources available for my clients to find what they need to feel well cared for and how I implemented these things after being in such an enmeshed relationship with my clients for so long. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely swipe up and hit the show notes and I'll leave a link for it there. So the other way that the Spark Method has really to help me to better have work-life balance is that I'm always, not always, I'm often (laughs) actively looking for ways to make good use of the time that I've created. So for instance, like at work, I stop double booking clients, which means that while I have a color client processing, I have a gap there and I look for ways to make good use of that time so that I don't have things that are building up behind the scenes and it's time I'm going to have to be at work anyway. So this just helps things to run a little more smoothly, a little more streamlined. It helps me stay on top of my regular routine stuff while I'm at work. So I do this at home too. Like for instance, if I have to put something in the microwave for a couple minutes, it's like, okay, can I put away the dishes or load the dishwasher while I'm doing this? Can I wipe down a countertop? You know, and it's not, I'm not saying that like you always have to be busy doing something, but it's like, if I'm up and doing something already, can I make use of this downtime kind of in the middle of it? So that way I don't have to take a whole bunch of extra time, my extra spare time later to clean up the whole kitchen. You know, can I make that process of cleaning the kitchen easier by doing things a couple minutes at a time? So I'm kind of starting to get ahead of myself here. So let's break down the five steps of the SPARK method. So the first step is to set yourself up for success. This is where you ask, like, what are the small things that I can get out of my way easily? Things, like I said, you know, um, what are the small things, whether they're routine things or whether they're nagging tasks. And I'm going to make a whole podcast on nagging tasks and mental clutter and pending energy, but basically those small things that really don't take that long, how can I, you know, check some of them off or how can I make it easier to keep up with them? So for instance, like at work, I use a booking system now. It's I've streamlined my communication methods for my clients. Both of these things together have helped just set me up for success so that I don't have people always having to message me to make appointments, to move appointments, to ask if I'm available, all that kind of stuff. And then also they know where and how to communicate with me so that I don't have people coming through my personal number to always try and do these things. So it, it sets me up for success as far as everything else is concerned. 
And then at home, setting myself up for success looks like, you know, doing meal prep stuff. So I have quick, easy snacks on the go. I don't have to stop and like fully make a lunch every day. I just like grab some mason jars out of the fridge because that's what we do around here. Um, doing a Sunday routine, you know, making sure that my clothes are folded and put away so I'm not like spending five minutes digging through baskets every morning. Um, brain dumping things out, using timers to get tasks done. Like what are those things that I can do really quickly and easily and get them off my plate? What's a small daily action that I could do that helps, helps me like focus in on creating that feeling, but also moving toward the ultimate goal. The third step is to analyze your needs and ask for help. And this one is so big and it is the one it is the one that I wanted to skip for a long time. It's the one that a lot of us want to skip because especially when you have a business or when you're, you know, fairly independent, it can be so challenging to ask for help. This is so important because sometimes we need that. And sometimes we need that in ways that we don't immediately understand that we need these, this form of help. So the question here is where do I struggle in this area, like moving towards the goal that I'm trying to create and who can help me get there? And so this is where you kind of create that community. You create a support network and maybe you even see some professionals, you know, do you need a doctor, a therapist? Do you need somebody to help you with housework? Do you need, you know, what are those things you need and who can help you? And trust me on this one, this is, you will not want to skip this step. Like this step is so, so big because trust me on this one, asking for help, I understand that it's not always easy, but having that support, having, you know, people that you can rely on, people that just just help you by doing their own unique thing, whether, whether you do like a meal prep service or have someone come in and clean your bathroom for you every week or even just going to finally, you know, this year I finally made that appointment with my doctor and I was like, listen, I need some help. Like this seasonal depression, regular depression, whatever it is, you know, it's overwhelming me. I need some help here. And doing these things, it really, really does make everything else so much easier. Like I think sometimes we have this mentality of we're not going to get there if we don't struggle along the way. And I don't think that that's necessary. I don't think that that's necessary. So definitely look at the things that you struggle with and then ask yourself like, where, where is this struggle coming from and who can help me with it? The fourth step is to reset your routines. And I think it's really um, interesting. It's interesting that so many people want to start with resetting your routines without looking at all this other stuff. Like what is getting in the way of what you want, what is, you know, tripping you up? What are all of those things that are causing you to have a hard time actually sticking with a routine or, you know, getting into some, some type of way of being that fits you and fits your lifestyle that actually helps you to get closer to where you want to be? Because we all have routines, whether we realize it or not, but are those routines actually helping us get where we want? And if not, you know, what are those things that we need to get out of the way first so that we can get into some semblance of a routine that helps us? The question here is what changes do I need to make to my daily routines to make this happen? 
like I said before, with that small daily promise, that one small thing that you can do for yourself every other day, every few days, however often you need to do it, that helps get you kind of moving in the direction of where you're going, okay? I'm not the type of person, I don't think that you need to do the exact same routine every day. I mean, my routine is not the same every day. And I have made a lot of progress just realizing that by adapting my routine, I can honor my needs and still make progress towards where I want to go. So that's a really, really big one is, you know, there's so many people who want to tell you, oh, you have to do the same thing every day. You have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but no, I think what you need to do is to honor yourself in the routines that you're creating and not try to fit yourself into this box of some done for you routine. Sorry, that's my rant for you, but I have very strong opinions on this one. And then the final step is to kickstart your happiness. So now that you're like getting into a rhythm, getting into, I, you know, I like rhythm better than routine, actually. Now that you're kind of getting into a rhythm of moving toward the thing that you want, how can you make it more fun? Like, what is something fun you can do? And this is especially important, in my opinion, when working towards like fitness goals or health goals, because, you know, there's so many things that you can do to really try and make things a little more fun, a little more exciting, you know? So what kinds of things can you do to make things more fun? And so, like I said before, look at this whole system more as a flow chart. It's not a linear process because sometimes, you know, you get to reset your routines and you start to realize, you know what, maybe what I thought I wanted isn't even what I wanted. So you go back to practice intention and you reevaluate, like, what do I actually want? Or maybe something that was part of your analyze your needs and ask, maybe that becomes a regular part of your routine now. Like for instance, I go to my regular med checks because that's part of my routine now. And so really seeing this as kind of a an adaptable process, but just as something to kind of get you into a rhythm. So I would love for you to try things out let them work for you see what works with your lifestyle with your energy levels all that sort of thing because that's the whole point of this is that it's adaptable to you so i would love to hear if you decide to give this a try definitely definitely let me know hit me up on instagram at simply bentley let me know your experience with it and if you are interested um send me a dm and i can also get you a free copy of uh, my spark method you know quick start guide and spark method worksheet because those are you know just kind of like an outline of where to go what to do all that kind of thing so again i hope that this was helpful for you this thing has been just this has really really made such a big difference for me and so i hope that as you try it out i hope that as you work with it and you know do it in your lifestyle practice these steps um, in a way that works for you i really hope that you start to see that progress you're looking for and also that relief that um, spaciousness away from your business spaciousness away from the stress and time to actually do the things that you want to do that you enjoy doing because that's literally the whole point of this that is what got me started on this and so i really am excited to share this with you and i hope that you find it helpful 
Quick reminder, again, if you are looking for ways to create some spaciousness in your communication with your clients and customers, make sure to head over to the show notes and grab um, my on-demand masterclass, Rest for the Weary Business Owner. That is in there. It is $29 and it is just packed full. I include templates of things that you can do, um, ways that you can kindly and compassionately redirect people. So scripts you can use, all that kind of fun stuff. So it is very, very well worth it and um, something that has been hugely beneficial for me. So thank you for being here and I cannot wait to see you in 